the 10-Minute Wedding Podcast with Dara O.D. From the serious to the silly to the sunset pictures, a really great photographer can make your day. These creative geniuses will capture memories that will last a lifetime and still look as brilliant when you get those first shots to showing the extended family the album in 50 years' time. Julie Cummins is one of Ireland's foremost wedding photography experts, and it was an absolute pleasure to speak to her as part of this week's podcast. The 10-Minute Wedding Podcast with Dara O'D. Hi, I'm Julie Cummins. I'm a wedding photographer. My website is juliecummins.com. Thanks for talking to us today, Julie. The first question that I have for you is one which comes up an awful lot, more so on the frequently asked questions when it comes to wedding photographers. How would you describe your photography style? Can you describe the different styles that people are opting for these days? Or do you have something that you kind of own yourself? Yeah, look, you know, there's so many different styles or people advertising different styles nearly more so to the point because they you know everyone wants to stand out in their own different way most people are now looking for it's a documentary style reportage you know nobody there's few and far between that would go towards traditional i want to pose all day for photos type so for me my style is it's relaxed but at the same time i'm always going to take the boxes of the family photos but the rest of the day is pretty much fairly relaxed and documentary and just hanging out with everybody and capturing what's going on. So instead of just being in the corner, quietly watching on, I don't tend to do that. I tend to be in the middle of everybody and helping out and fixing dresses and which has nothing to do with photography, but it tends to make people more relaxed, which means that when I am shooting, they're not noticing as much and they're just presuming I'm still doing something else. So I guess most people want the documentary style, but the way I would do it is to be quite involved on the wedding day. When it comes to the actual booking of a wedding photographer, who do you find that you deal with the most? Is it the bride? Is it the groom? Is it a a combination of the two? Yeah, it's a strange one, actually, because I 100% was about to say bride, but as I'm thinking of it, mainly lately, it's the two of them that they have set up a couple email and it generally, I've just noticed this, just as you're saying it, I've only dawned, it's only dawned on me that as I'm going back and forth, it can be either of them. So generally I would have 100% said the bride, but lately it is definitely changing, not so much that it's the groom, but it's the two of them. So it's like a three-way little conversation the whole time that the groom is involved as well but you know so it's it's nice it's nice actually it's a nice change now some people think that wedding photography is very expensive listen i i have a mate that can come down and i can throw him a couple of hundred quid and he's going to take a load of photographs for me could you tell me what goes into the planning and timeline of a typical wedding day for yourself yeah don't get the mate that's going to come down and do a few photos <laughs> definitely Go with the professional. Look for their experience as well. Like hugely important that a photographer knows how the day runs. And I think most people think that they are paying a photographer for one day. And it's so far from one day. There is phone calls before meetings, if possible, if people are available. And then, of course, the wedding day. And then afterwards, there's an awful lot of work on the computer. There's editing. There is album design. So, The cost that people are looking for is not one day. It's 100% a lot more than one day. 
So basically, if I was looking, if I said to you, oh, I, I, I like those photos with the blurry backgrounds or can you make my picture look sharper and all that kind of stuff, do you edit all that before you send out the finished product? Absolutely. Look, whatever people want, absolutely. It's no problem. The photos with the blurry backgrounds, that's generally how you would shoot. That's not really done afterwards. If it is done afterwards, then you've got the wrong photographer. <laughs> so stuff like that is how you shoot. That's a style in itself. That's art in itself. Um, but definitely, I think you've hit the nail on the head with people asking for stuff to be done afterwards, whether it's airbrushing, whether it's fixing something or adding in people or taking people away, unfortunately. But all of that can be done. Absolutely anything can be done on the computer. So in relation to weddings, where has your work taken you over the last few years? Oh, God. Well, I'm off to London this weekend. So, so far, every year I get a London wedding. It kind of snowballs every year that I get one over there from a group of friends that goes into another group of friends, into another group of friends. Um, but generally, I would do about two destination weddings a year. I don't like to do more than that. I Then you could just be around the country, you know, anywhere nationwide, really. So, Julie, when it comes to the weddings that you've done and some of the really memorable weddings that you've done, what has been the most extreme position that you've taken to get that perfect shot? Oh, wow. God, there have been a few. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, look, you kind of do anything. I'm, I'll am i do anything as long as I'm not bothering anyone. So I'll never be the type of person to go, I need to get that photo in the church. Let me just stand in front of the priest or let me just get a guest to move to get something. It's I would never be that do that to get an you know, extreme to get a shot. But I have kind of climbed up on things that I shouldn't have while nearly nine months pregnant. Or also, I remember one time just getting shots in a forest and trying to get into strange positions, walking backwards and completely falling nearly nine months pregnant again and toppling over, just getting back up and shooting. So you just continue on. But, you know, I definitely try not to get in the way of people that I'm not desperate enough to get the shot that I'm going to bother the wedding. Different parts of the industry have different time frames on when they should be booked. For instance, my work as a wedding DJ, people will call me anywhere from two years out, a year out, even a couple of months beforehand looking to book. But what is the kind of ideal time frame that people should be looking to book a professional wedding photographer? It's always kind of been the average that it's one year. I'm sure you know yourself, though. It, it can really vary. You can get those last minutes couples which are brilliant if you can fit them in but generally the average would be a year at the moment you know there is 2021 bookings um coming in and 2022 inquiries so it depends on the couple and what they're planning i guess so far in advance but the average is definitely one year i don't want to get too technical but can you tell me a little bit about the equipment that you use do you use anything a little bit quirky or maybe a camera roll camera or have you ever actually pulled out the camera phone to get a shot that wasn't available on your own professional digital SLR? Look, you know, I'd, I'd have my professional cameras that I'd be using on the day and I'd always have two on me. You might try and do a few quirky things through different instruments. So as you said there about pulling out the phone, I have pulled out the phone and shoved it under my camera to get a reflection, to get that kind of quirky shot uh, where the couple are actually reflected twice. Or you might use a prism and get all those kind of sparkly vibes and rainbowy things around photos or shooting through different objects to get weird and wacky kind of depth of field and shapes and light and stuff. But 
generally equipment wise for weddings, I would mainly use like my professional cameras and they're both digital. Twice in that reply, you said both and two in relation to your cameras. Is two cameras an industry standard or would somebody get away with just having one on the day? Yeah, I mean, 100% a professional wedding photographer needs two cameras. Apart from the fact usually you'd you'd be shooting all day with two cameras, with two different lenses, so you've completely different you know shots that you're getting all day long and um, if by chance something went down you you need to have a spare so realistically you'd need three <laughs> for safety but you have to have two somebody shooting with one camera huge 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 risk final question for you and i don't mean to put you on the spot but i'm hoping it's an answer that you will know straight away what's the best part about being a wedding photographer all oh, the people that i don't even have to think twice about that the whole reason I love it and have been working in it for so long is the people. Every wedding, it baffles me. The stories, the people I meet, how involved I get with the families. It's just an amazing day to hang around with the, all of these people who are having the happiest day of their life. So for me, everything about a wedding is the people and not just the couple getting married, their friends and their families and the story of it. I love it. So if people want to get in touch to talk about your work and what you can potentially do for them, how do they do that? So you can find me on Instagram at Julie Cummins Photography or on Facebook at the same Julie Cummins Photography. And your website is? JulieCummins.com. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and have a brand new episode in your inbox every week. For more information about us, go to DaraOD.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram. If you know someone getting married or who would be interested in this, please share this and also tell a friend. Finally, please rate and review our podcast. That's all for now. Join us next time for the 10-Minute Wedding Podcast with Dara O'Dee.